Welcome to Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. I'm your host, Kristen Thomas. I'm a relationship, dating, and sex coach based in Kansas City who just loves to talk to people about what goes on in their sex lives and relationships. Be warned, you should be 18 and over and probably be listening with your headphones. Thanks for tuning in. On today's episode, I'm joined by my friend Lauren. She's single for the first time in her adult life after two back-to-back long-term relationships. And now she's diving headfirst into the dating world and truly taking no prisoners. You can follow Lauren at Miss Ugly Shoes on Twitter to keep up with her dating misadventures. Some of our topics included digital dating, what are the best condoms, and since May is Masturbation Month, we definitely talked a lot about self-love, how early is too early to talk about your love languages with someone you're dating, and fangirling over Queer Eye. They totally filmed here in Kansas City, and we talk about some of our favorite moments from the show. Thanks for listening. On today's podcast, I am joined by my lovely and amazing friend, Lauren. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on my podcast. Of course. I'm really excited you invited me. So Lauren and I have been friends for about a, two years now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh, we'll, we'll kind of tell a story here of how we actually originally met. Yes. But we are both bisexual women. Yes. And I wanted to have you on today to talk a little bit about your experience as a bisexual woman and what dating's like today with technology. Mm-hmm. I call it digital dating. And just some of your experiences in life. So, again, thanks yeah. for being here. Of course. I'm really excited. And I think I've been, like, like bugging you every now and then. Like, hey, when are you going to do your podcast? Yeah. I want to be on it. <laughs> Well, I thank you so much for pushing me for that because I've wanted to start this podcast for a long time and it just took a little bit of a little bit of push for me because I felt nervous and yeah, not everybody's got a podcast these days. Oh, I know. I'm starting one too. <laughs> I'm not I even wondered, joking. I wondered what your post on Twitter was about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I figured that was that. Mm-hmm, that's me. So, well, hey, good. I mean, podcasting is like the new blogging. So, so, you know, it's just, it is what it is. It's just we'll, taking we'll, off. We'll ride this for a while. We'll see what happens with it. Hell yeah. yes. Yes, yes. So, Lauren and I are both single. Well, I guess I'll call mm-hmm. myself single-ish because I've started dating somebody. Yeah, you're a little, you're in the gray there. <laughs> I, am, I am, I am. But we've had some fun stories to share with each other. Yes, so. yes. Podcast-worthy stories, probably. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, we met kind of met two years ago through your ex-boyfriend yes Mm -hmm. at a a networking event kind of a network business thing yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. and then what was it three months ago yeah I was having dinner with my (laughs) ex-husband but two has dinner with their ex-husband yeah sorry but yeah it's kind of cool kind of weird but we'll talk about totally cool yeah totally cool we were having a dinner and he said something about I said something about you and he's like, oh, yeah, Kristen. And I was like, how do you know Kristen? Like, this is my friend. <laughs> like, how do you know Kristen? He goes, well, I thought you knew her through me. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, we went to her wedding. I was like, what? <laughs> 11 years ago, I went to your wedding. And now so that he told me that and he told me, like, where it was and, like, what I was wearing. I took a lot of selfies that night. I was looking fine <laughs> that night. I, I remember. Um, and then now I remember, like, going through your receiving line and shaking your hand. And you're like, I'm so happy I finally got to meet you. And yes. like, 
Yes. And when you sent me a text going, how do you know Josh and were you married to Greg? I was yeah, like, he told uh, me to ask yes you that. And yes. And you're like, Lauren, get out of my business. <laughs> and you're like, I went to your wedding. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I had these flashbacks of meeting you and going, Holy Yes, shit. that was me. And I had flashbacks of meeting you and I was like, that is Kristen. Like this nice bubbly bride that was so happy, like so gorgeous. I was like, Aww, that's Kristen. <laughs> I looked good that day too. You did. Damn, well, my dress. You was were good. the best looking one there. Aww, of course. Thank you. But yes, that was. Oh my god, <clears throat> just so so weird and so random. But also, I, I think love it. Just shows that we were destined to be friends. I think so. I I don't really believe in destiny or anything like that. But like, holy shit, what I other love it. Is there, and that right? wasn't even. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys knew each other not even through Kansas City. Well. No, kind through of. college. It was through college, yeah. but because of, like, Kansas City people that I ended up hanging Gosh. out with, and I he was just it. part of it. Like, he was almost my roommate one year when I lived with a bunch of people. I love it. All these exes of mine, all two of them, <laughs> are like, let me introduce you to Kristen. <laughs> Technically, yes. All two of them, because yes. you really only had two major relationships. That's yeah, adult. in my adult life. And I just told someone that I've been talking to, uh, we haven't gone on a date on a date yet, but I told him that today, because I told him I was going to be on the podcast, and mm-hmm. we were talking about relationships, and then he's like, oh, what's a sex coach? And then... And I told him that I, I went and saw you, and uh, and then I explained to him that I've only been in two long-term relationships as an adult, and this is the longest I've ever been single. Yeah. This is just How been, many months? Uh, since October, so... What, yeah, October, like five months. Yeah. Months. January, February, March, April. Yeah, five, six months. Six months. Congrats. High five. Thank months. you. <laughs> <laughs> and you've yes. had some fun during these I six am having... Months. Fun. Uh, people call them. Uh, they want to hear my stories. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love your stories. Yeah, yeah. I've got some good stories to share too. So yes. you're always my friend that I enjoy sharing with. So. Yes, I love that. Especially like a random text of like, oh my god, you won't believe what just happened. <laughs> I I think you're like one of like two people I could ever text that to and be like, holy shit, Kristen, and yes. like you will appreciate it and you won't be like, oh Lauren, keep that to yourself. <laughs> yeah, totally. You I'm could like, bring appreciate on the it. Yes, yes. So how are you kind of dating right now? Like, what are you using? Um, So from the get-go, I decided to go on dating apps Mm -hmm. because I I wanted to meet people outside of my immediate friend circle. And I have a big circle. Like, I I know people. So I wanted to meet – I love meeting new people, so I wanted to try that. And I really like it. Um, So I'm using Hinge. Mm Mm-hmm is my big one. I really like that one because number one, it's very clean. <laughs> like yeah. from a nerdy like user design aspect. Like <clears throat> it's got a nice interface. Yeah, yes. It's very clean. You got me to get on Hinge. Yes. I had not been on a dating app in two years. I had just said I'm done mm-hmm. with it. I didn't mm-hmm. like how I felt at the time. It was just really hard on my self esteem. But this this time around was a totally different experience. And I don't know if it's because of the headspace I was in or because Hinge is just a much better app. I think it's got, it has to be both. Majority of it's going to be you, right? But like, I think Hinge, um, so I explain it to people. So Tinder is like a dumpster fire. (laughs) Like everyone, (laughs) everyone is there and everyone's like, hey girl, Uh they're all cat callers essentially. Like, I mean, everyone's on there. I'm sure there are some nice people on there, but no, 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 no. 
<laughs> and then Bumble mm-hmm. is like a step above, t- like a step above Tinder. Um, but you still have some people in there. You're just like, what are you doing? Go back mm-hmm. to Tinder. <laughs> like, what are you doing here? Yeah. And then Hinge, the people I've met on there and the people that I, I get matched with, um, it's like they're, it's a different caliber. Like I they agree. are, they are like in their jobs, like they're in their careers, you know, and they're like, they're really in there and they kind of seem to know what they're, I mean, I don't know. They kind of seem to know what they're doing, but then I don't know. You don't have, I don't know. They're better photos too. Like maybe it's just like, I don't know what it is. I kind of described hinges. It's like you tell a visual story about yourself Mm -hmm. and sure you can put comments on your pictures and stuff, but it's so much less about your stats your age, your where you work, where you live, do you drink, smoke, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> that stuff's in there, but it's not the primary focus. It's more about, do you like the pictures? Do you like their little stories and the questions that they mm-hmm. answer? Yeah. I will say the questions that they answer, that's what I judge people on on that app more. Yeah, they're stuff. icebreakers. Yeah. And you can immediately send a message to someone if you like someone. Yeah. You know, and you don't. the other person doesn't have to respond. I mean, I've definitely gotten people where... They responded to uh, my little icebreakers. And I'm like, man, I love that response, but man, I'm just not attracted to you at yeah. all. Like, dang it. And so I'll even like connect with them just so I can say, hey, thank you so much. And then just immediately like remove them as a connection. Like, uh, you know, but this is not going to be a thing. Yeah. 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 I like it. My icebreaker was what caught my guy's eye. Which one? Yeah. I'm my curious. icebreaker was, it was about the like your favorite travel story. Okay, yeah. And I said, walking through Amsterdam, high as balls, eating palm frites during a street carnival. Or something like that. That sounds like an amazing time. It was an amazing time. (laughs) (laughs) And so this guy sent a message to me. It was like, you're really cute, and I bet we would have a lot in common. And I was like, oh, really? Well, what do you think? And he was like, well, you're 420 friendly. I'm like, yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So... Our first date was actually us sitting down, smoking a joint, and then going out for coffee. That's awesome. Isn't that the best first date ever? <laughs> so, I don't... I, I've i been asked to do that on dates, but I feel like I get a little paranoid, and okay. I don't want to be in that vulnerable state, so yeah. that's can- not for me. I've been yeah. a cannabis user for such a long time that I'm way past the paranoia yes, stage. Yes, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Readily admit that I'm a cannabis user. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. So. No, I'm... I only for the past like maybe year have I been like regularly. You're a newbie cannabis yeah. user. Oh my god. Regular, regular. Okay, regular. All yeah. Right. Yeah. And well, then it became a yeah. little less stigmatized in the last couple of years. There's not yeah. so much the like pothead stigma, I think, even though I smoke regularly. Yeah, and I, I actually used that term yesterday. Because mm-hmm. I was I was on a date yesterday and I was trying to see if like, you know, they smoked. And I, and I just was started to tell a story and just naturally, like, I was high in my story, so I was, like, telling him this. And then he was like, oh, yeah, I'll smoke. And I'm like, oh, cool, like, what do you smoke with? And I'm, like, asking all these, like, nerdy cannabis questions. Yeah. And then he just, like, was like, oh, wait, what? Oh, he only smokes whenever it's presented to him, like, twice a year. Oh, and I was like, oh, okay, okay, whatever. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, I will, I smoke on the daily. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm out of, I'm out, so, like, I yeah. haven't been, but I was like, but I'm not a pothead, and I felt so weird saying pothead. I know, because it, it's Cause I feel like thing. the pothead lifestyle, it's like your whole life is, surra- is like, 
about weed, right? Yeah. And that's all you talk about and that's all you want to do. Yeah. And, like, you're almost, like, addicted to that lifestyle. Yeah. Whereas weed kind of works with my lifestyle. Yeah, same here. I mean, yeah. it's either use cannabis or be on medications for anxiety, PTSD, mm-hmm. pain, chronic pain. Um, so, yeah, I just I make a choice for something that lets me live my life and I can still drive a car and not worry yes. about being fucked up. And I don't have pills. hangovers. I find that whenever I'm ready for, like, that next glass of whatever it is, another cocktail or another beer, and I know I'm already, like, getting pretty tipsy, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to switch to weed Mm -hmm. because I don't want to be a mess. I don't want to get in trouble. The next day I want to be able to function. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cannabis is my friend. Yes. And cannabis can be fun in the bedroom, too. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It can. Have you heard of all these, like, weed and CBD lubes? Uh, I have heard about it. I really want to try. I want to try one too. Yeah, I think yeah. we need to make a trip though. Like we have to go. Uh, no, you can order CBD lube online. Mm, do you want CBD lube or do you just want THC? THC. Yeah. Well, I kind of feel like I could just smoke. I don't know. That's true. Well, I mean, it would be good you to try both. My own lube. I wonder if that's possible. I don't know. That sounds mm. dangerous. Coconut oil. I don't know. We'll figure this out. There's got. Yeah. I'm gonna Google that. Look shit. it up. Look it up. Someone shit. has shared it. Some hippie has shared how to make <laughs> your own lube. <laughs> oh my god. There's actually a shop here in town that did some sort of a workshop to make your own lube. It's some what? fancy schmancy little shop down in Leewood. Um, what? No. God, who was telling me about that? You did we... not just say lube workshop in Leewood. All I know. <laughs> Kansas City people, Leewood is like mm. Richie Rich. Jo- Johnson County is one of the richest very extra in the United States. Yeah, very extra. But I would, I mean, Leewood is fantastic. I love Leewood. I mean, I don't go to the Kansas side. No, Should I just be real. I, I like yeah. the Missouri side. I'll stay over here with my people. I don't know Kansas. Yes. I go over to Kansas to work every Thursday. My office, but I used to live like right next to Leewood when I was in South Casey. Uh-huh. So. I was like, oh, yeah, like, that's where my Trader Joe's was. That's where, like, yes, all my okay. little shops were. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Leewood is very nice. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll have to contact them and find out how to put on a workshop. Although, then be on the Kansas side when Missouri gets dispensaries in the fall, then that won't work. But we'll figure something out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could do a CBD thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll try a CBD lube. Yeah. I'm not going to say no to lube. Good. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, a lot of women don't use lube. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't got actually. It. You really should. You should. Okay. Yeah. Cause here's why. And this is for you and the listeners. Yes. You should be using lube no matter what your age or how wet you get, because, um, as you kind of dry out, the friction can create tiny tears in your vagina. No. So those tiny tears along the vaginal lining over time become scar tissue. So that's why as we age, a lot of women lose. We don't have very much sensation in our vagina as it is. No. We really don't have that many nerve endings. But what few we do have, they get yeah, covered up by scar tissue when we get older. So Now, are you talking about lube lube where you like, I go to the sex store and I buy my lube? Or are you talking about Vaseline? Don't use Vaseline. God, no! <laughs> no petroleum <laughs> products in your vagina! Uh, okay. okay, better than that, coconut oil. Everyone's got coconut oil on hand. Okay. Um, I don't recommend like the stuff that you can kind of get at CVS, like KY. Astroglide's okay, but that's more for anal. I don't know opinion um but yeah there's there's lubes out there you can go of course to Cirilla's or any other sex store and get some but 
even yeah. order them online. I feel like every dude needs every dude needs to know this because I feel like every dude has his own like lotion or Ooh. I know, I know. Yes, every dude They have their own little lube like right there and I'm like, Hey, uh, what's in that? And he's like, Well, oh, don't worry about it. It's good for dry skin. I'm like, like no. What the fuck? No. <laughs> yeah, you should yeah. worry about it because it's going yes. in your vagina. <laughs> yes, I know, I know. <laughs> I mean, I'm the kind of girl that's like, did you wash your hands? Because, like, we're not doing anything until I know that you don't have, like... Fuck yes! ...stuff on your hands and your nails are clean. And I don't know, I've read too many horror stories about someone, like, touching jalapeno mm-hmm. peppers or something and fingering a girl, and then they're like, what's this burning sensation? Oh my god. I'm terrified of that. But I'm also a little bit of a germaphobe. Okay. So, yeah. I need to do that. I need to step up my health game. Yeah. Okay. I need to. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, I don't know why I don't ask about that. I don't even think about it. Bring your own. I always bring my own condoms and my own lube. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess as a sex coach, they probably expect it. But I wonder if with you, and just any other, like, lay person, I'll say. Yeah. Would that weird a guy out? I don't know. I guess I could, because I was just thinking about that. Like, what does, what then would there be, their perception of me be? I mean, besides yeah. a person who likes sex, which they can fuck off if they don't right. like that. Because <laughs> yeah. hi, they're trying to fuck you, so <clears throat> yeah. they're judging you for liking sex. Yeah. Well, I mean, part of why I carry my own condoms is because I've got a latex sensitivity, Okay, yeah. um, which took me years to figure out. Of course, mm-hmm. I was in a long, committed, monogamous relationship, so we weren't using condoms, and then yeah. pretty quickly after my second monogamous relationship, we stopped using condoms. But, yeah, it took me a long time to figure out the reason I was getting bacterial vaginosis over and over again is because of latex. Yeah. So I started using skin condoms, which are made with polyisoprene. Which I bought. I'm so glad you bought <laughs> yes. recommendation. Once I, once I got single, <laughs> I contacted you. And I was yes. like, okay, can we talk about safe sex? Because I've been in two back-to-back long-term relationships where... You don't. I mean, you don't wear protection. Right. Like, I, you know, I have an IUD and, you know, I trusted those guys and yeah so yeah like how the fuck do I navigate (laughs) sex as a single person so I do keep a condom with me good at all times yep and then I have the yeah the skin ones they're really thin they are and it's just they transfer heat yeah that's the best part about them is that for him it's a better sensation I swear I have converted so many friends and clients and just random people because they'll ask like what's the best condom like skin condom by lifestyles yeah. Um, I feel like I'm starting a whole movement. I feel like I kind of need to get paid by skin for this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah they already got their it. PR people or their, their, yeah. um, their people who are out there as uh, brand ambassadors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know more of that marketing stuff than I do because that's your specialty. <laughs> yes, yes. So, but yeah. good. I'm glad that you're doing that. So, yeah. have you had anybody get, like, have you had to, like, get your condom out and be like, hey, we're going to use this? Um, <clears throat> No. I've had, I had, I've had guys come over and I'm like, hey, the condoms are right there. Like, and that was fine. And then I'm such a nerd. Like afterwards, I'm like, how did that feel? Like, and I'm asking them about the, and they're like, what? <laughs> and they was like, don't give a fuck. Right? right. But I'm like super interested because I want to make sure, like, I want to accommodate all the dicks. From I a scientific make, perspective, I yes. want to make sure that you had an enjoyable how did, experience. Yeah. How did this compare to the other brands? <laughs> I am such a nerd like that. 
I do too, though. Yes. I really do. I asked, and, like, the, this guy was like, oh. I was like, okay, well, whatever. You're dead to me. Goodbye. <laughs> because, like, he just did not give a fuck. And I'm like, eh. And also, I kind of didn't give a fuck about him either. And there I was like, go. okay, well, we're done. Goodbye. Yeah. So, my guy I met on Hinge, uh... First time we went to have sex, I was like, so I've got my own condoms. And he's like, well, I've got really good condoms. I'm like, you've got skin. Oh, I already know. Wait, so y'all like pulled out the same ones? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, Um, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. That Um, is so funny. (laughs) So, you know, you just mentioned someone that you were like, yeah, no, goodbye. Mm -hmm. What are some of your deal breakers when it comes to dating guys these days? Um... And so, gals, we really should be talking about gals too, and because gals, you're swiping yes. on gals too. Yes, I am. I haven't. You had a hot little toward affair with a gal that blew. Yes, that I know. And so I really haven't dated very many women after her because <laughs> she scar you. Like I went out because like they just don't compare. <laughs> I mean, she the girl was very very fit and very sure of herself sexually Mm -hmm. and I was just like yes it was almost like rehab for me after Ah. my like long-term relationships I was like oh this is what it means to like have like an intimate relationship like Mm -hmm. it was very like intimate and like caring and like how does this feel how's that feel I feel like a lot of guys aren't like that um so yeah I really like that I just I just haven't come across um a lot of women that look as good as her, and then also just kind of maybe have their lives together. Like, they just, yeah. Yeah. So. When I was uh, swiping on girls, I kind of had the same issue. I didn't really, I didn't really connect with anybody. I didn't Mm -hmm. really find anybody that was like, ooh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Other than her, because let me tell you, I saw her on there too. (laughs) So before we get into your deal breakers, I want to tell this funny story too. Yes. Um. You know, through my three years of being single since my divorce, I had built up a, a healthy little harem there for a while. And one of my... I like your choice of words. <laughs> <laughs> one of my harem members, he he and I are, are very open with each other. He's He was kind of like top partner for a long time. Just because he was very open, very down for whatever. And let me tell you, we spent like two years trying our hardest to get a threesome going. And so I get a text from him in, like, December saying, like, hey, I've, I met this girl online, and she's totally down for whatever, and he sent me mm-hmm. pictures, and we were, you know, three-way chatting. And we had, like, this date planned for a Monday night. And then you and I go out on a Friday night. We're on a happy hour with friends, a small group of friends. Yeah. And I'm telling people about this really gorgeous woman that I've been talking to. Uh-huh. And we have a date on Saturday. Uh-huh. And you're like, let me take uh, you these picture. Really gorgeous selfies. And then you're like, wait, what? And then you pull out the dirty version of that <laughs> selfie. <laughs> it's like it was taken two seconds after the right? one she sent me. Yeah. She's like, she goes, Oh, Lauren gets this cute one of me looking all gorgeous. And, and then I got she her sends in a bra. you, the one of her without her clothes on. <laughs> and right there in front of I'm gonna say like seven people. Uh-huh. We all, seven of us, realized that we were going to see the same person. On the same weekend, too. Oh, my God. Uh, that, but, oh. But your date went so well Saturday night, she canceled on us for a threesome on Monday, so fuck you. You're welcome. Uh, that but was hey, so you know what? funny. I just, like, I, I screamed, too. I screamed when we realized that. You were like, no! <laughs> what? I know, 
because I'm trying so hard to like, Kansas City is not, there's 2 million people in right. the whole metro area. How is it possible that, I mean, yes, I get like mutuals having mutuals, but yes. like how on earth is it that you, Kristen, are like going to see the same person? I know, because we're, we're connected, but we're not that connected. No, we don't have that our many social circles are, aren't like, they're very I mean, separate. Yeah, it's, it's just you and me own. and then, like, a tiny, small, like, inkling yeah. of people. Yeah, like, yeah. That's what digital dating does. <clears throat> oh, my Gotta God. Gotta split out our circles. Oh, my God. Well, of course, that was him that was, you know, getting the, yeah. the connection, but. Aw, and I haven't yeah. talked to him in a while since I've found my, my guy, but he's been really understanding. Oh, so. that's And good. happy for me, too. That's so, good. That's good. Know. So, that's back good. to the deal breaker. Deal breaker. I love watching your Twitter feed. Because oh my god. You will tell some stories and be like, next. Yes. <laughs> you had a next one yesterday. I did. I did. Um, yeah. The guy, number one. So she went and ran a half marathon yesterday. This yeah. girl, I have nothing but respect for you because stop <laughs> running. I just can't. Do it. I just. But yeah. Hey, kudos to you for doing your thing, getting out there. Thank you. Raise money for charity and. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. you're just, you're taking good, and you've got like this whole group around it. But then you went on a date after your half marathon yesterday. Didn't yeah, you? yeah. He, uh, I told him, I mean, nothing fancy. I was like, I'm not gonna get fancied up because, like, I'm hobbling, <laughs> <laughs> I'm waddling, really. <laughs> um, and I was like, I can't do anything fancy. So, um, and he said, okay, so let's do hoodies. And I was like, that sounds great. He goes, where do you want to go, Brewery Imperial or the Jacobson? Which those are vastly like two yeah. different places yeah. the jacobson is definitely really a place nice. that you have to make reservations yeah. he's talking about patio weather <laughs> and so i i meet him out front at the jake it took me 10 minutes to park my car so i'm already like a little frustrated and i look good and i put a full face of makeup on and i'm not super comfy because i also like you know i want to look a little nice so mm-hmm. and I get there, and immediately I'm thinking, like, this is not going to... Like, he wasn't... He didn't look how he did in his profile photos. So in his photos, he made himself look very fit, which is Mm -hmm. something I'm into. Right. Um, But in uh, in real life, he was kind of like this awkward... Uh, unsure of himself. I'm into confidence. He was kind mm-hmm. of unsure of himself because I, I saw him from a distance. He was standing out front, the Jacobson. Mm-hmm. And I'm like approaching him and I almost wanted to turn around. As soon as I saw like, just how he was standing, like he just wasn't confident and he was just like, you know, just, I don't know. <clears throat> you can that someone's body language. Yeah, sure. yeah, I saw it. And then he looked at me and then looked away. And then I, was like, I know, I was like, Rather what? than like looking at you and smiling like, oh, she's here. Yeah, no, he looked away. Maybe he thought I wasn't. Like, I don't know what. Um, and then uh, I, I approached him, and I was like, hi. And, you know, and he's like, oh, hey. So the patio's closed. And I was like, well, yeah. like It's, yeah. it's still it's, technically it's winter. And it's cold today. And he's like, so I don't know where we could go. And I was like, uh, well, we did you check to see if they're, like, what the wait time is? Like, did you look at the bar? Like... There's options. Um, and he was like, oh, I guess I could have asked that. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so also my second thing is you have to have so it together. as well. Yeah, you have to have it together. So yeah. you have to have confidence and you have to have your life together. So you have to, like, think two thoughts ahead. Yeah. Just, just be two steps ahead. Common sense. 
Yeah, and I just don't understand, like, why... So anyways, and I was like, oh, fuck. Like, because that's been my big thing is, like, if we go to a place that needs a reservation, I'm not going to ask them, did you make reservations? Because you're not a child. But the whole time, I'm like, did he make reservations? Did he make reservations? And that's, like, something, I don't know, I focus on. As a planner, I focus on that. Like, I have to, like, are you kidding? Anyways, we go inside, and... He's like, is it prom or something? He's like, it's crazy here. And I'm like, no, it's 7 p.m. on a Saturday night. Yeah. Like, that's what this is called. Yeah. And um, he asked if they had, like, what's the wait time? And she's like, well, we've been booked for over a week. Yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh. And I go, oh, we could sit at the bar? And the lady's like, yes, you definitely could. So instead of, he just, like, looks around the corner. And instead of, like, going through the bar. Because, you know, usually there'll be, like, one seat. And then maybe you can talk to somebody into moving. I mean, I sit at bars all the time. Like, hello. He just looks at it and he's like, oh, they have any space. And I was like, cool. He's like, where should we go? And I go, I don't know. It's 7 p.m. on a Saturday night. I'm like, Maybe you should have planned better. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? I was so pissed. I mean, and yeah, you're at that walking distance of a lot of restaurants, but still. I mean, I, but still, all the, all the places around us are all reservation only. Yeah. Um, so I really, at that moment, I really just wanted to walk away. Mm-hmm. Like, I really wanted to be like, this isn't going to work. This isn't going to work. Like, yeah. I can't. And at that moment, I, like, I knew it. It's not going to work. But I also, like, it pains me to um, to be like that to people. Like, I'm such a, like, a friendly person. Wow. I want to, and I love to meet people, and I love to hear their stories. So I gave them a chance. Mm-hmm. And I really should have just been like, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. You know what I mean? Like, what a bitch would have been like. <laughs> All right, this isn't going to work. Bye. Yeah. But anyway, so we went to Boulevard Tavern, which is across the street. Mm-hmm. And miraculously, there were two spots at the bar right there. And and so we, we were able to go. And but yeah. Your tweet uh-huh. cracked me up. Oh, my God. This Because I like your tweet so much that they <clears throat> pop up on my feed. Like, Lauren just, te- just tweeted, blah, blah, yes. blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, Lord. Okay, so. This boy made a grave error. He did. He did. So I'm asking this guy, like, what do you do outside of work? I don't even ask you what you do for work because I really don't give a shit what you do for work unless it's, like, I don't know what. I don't know what I would give a shit about for work. I mean, like, because work doesn't define who you are. Right. Right. So I want to know what you do outside of work and what do you like to do for fun? And he goes, oh, well, he goes, well, he goes, uh, he goes, this actually, what did he say? He built it up and he was like, well, this probably, what I do, it will probably surprise you and is a lot harder on the body than a half marathon. And I go, oh, I'm listening. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck do you do? Like, do you, like, skydive for fun on Friday nights? Like, what do you do? And he's like, well, last night I went to Aura, which is a nightclub and not yeah. even, like, a super nice nightclub. It's no. just, like... Just some shitty... Kinsey doesn't have any nice We don't clubs. have nice nightclubs. No. So it's just a bar that's open late. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> like, it plays loud music. Yeah, that plays loud music. music. Yeah. So um, he's like, I went to Aura with these 20-something-year-olds. And like pauses for effect. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, okay. So, what? And he's like, he goes, yeah. And they wanted to do shots. I'm thinking, cool, I did shots during my half marathon. <laughs> and I had a beer, so continue. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, they want to do shots. And I was like, okay. He's like, and the, we danced. 
for so long. And I'm like, uh-huh, just like running for so long. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then he's like, yeah, and then they wanted to get Coke. And I was like, okay. And then he goes, so then I peaced out. And I was like, oh, what time was that? Thinking 4 a.m. Midnight. I go, cool, what'd you do after that? He's like, oh, no, I went to bed. I was like, what? And this is harder than a half marathon. And I asked him, I said, I said, and you think that is harder than a half marathon? And he goes, yeah. And I said, hold on, hold on. Like, just repeat that to me. Because I want him to repeat it out loud, out of his mouth, and make him acknowledge what he just said to me. As someone who just ran a half marathon that day, and maybe you and can say. waddling. Yeah. And, and he's obviously. Visibly waddling. Visibly, like, grunting when I get in chairs. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? <clears throat> oh so he said it twice. And I said, Okay. I said, let's sign you up for a half marathon right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, and let's see what you think afterwards. Yeah, let's do this. Have, do you run? Do you do? Do you understand? Do you know what this is? Do you know how long it takes to train? <laughs> <laughs> how long did it take you to train for your three hours yeah. at the night with club? Some 20-year-olds. With 20-year-olds who like tequila. Like, he paused. <laughs> like, that was fucking terrible. And I'm like, I go, okay, so that's what you like to do for fun. Mm-hmm. And he's like... Uh, no, not really. And I'm like, who are you? I don't know. I don't, <laughs> you don't even know what you do. What are you just, you just wanted to brag about your crazy night out, which is yeah. fine. But don't preface it by saying that your experience was much harder than the experience of another person. You don't know what that experience is. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, don't, yeah. are you kidding me? I would never have the audacity to do that. I... I'm so glad I got to hear that story today, because... <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, please take note. Yeah. Don't don't be a dumb shit like this. Running guys. is my thing. It's in my profile. Running is my thing. Like, I run four times a week. Mm-hmm. It's serious. I have a training plan. It's serious. Don't yeah. pretend that your night out is the same thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that story. And hopefully you'll help educate some of the gentlemen out there of more of what not to do than what to do. Yeah. So, as far as deal breakers, some of my things are, gosh. Yeah, what are your deal breakers? Well, now that I'm dating somebody, I'm kind of like, I don't even remember anymore. Um, Okay, okay. okay, Let's go back to the the, some One of their, like... If they're anti-weed or anti-cannabis, like, that's just a deal breaker. Yeah. Um, if they have a problem with what I do, that's obvious. Or if they kind of fetishize it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I have been witness to that. Yeah. Where I've talked to people and they're like, ooh, Kristen. And I'm like, uh-uh. You got to stop that. This is her actual career. Like, yeah. This is a serious thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I've been kind of lucky online with that because I didn't really, like, tell that many people what I do. I would mm-hmm. just say that I'm a coach. But more in person kind of get a little bit of the fetishizing with that like yeah they think that I'm gonna help them level up no honey no I'm not gonna you gotta you. you gotta be at that level <laughs> yes exactly if you are not at my level or above like it will not work I am not here to coach a man in bed with me no you know <laughs> like, yeah no. no no I mean like bringing in my knowledge into the bedroom is one thing of course but I am not here to make somebody a better lover just so they can match like, no, no. Because I'm fucking good in bed. So. <laughs> <laughs> I believe this 100%. <laughs> I believe that. And let's see what else. 
I mean, if, if they, uh, if they just don't have a good level of respect for humanity, you know, if they're kind of one of those, like, dour people, like, oh, I don't like people. Like, uh, no. I, what I, attitude is that? I don't want to be around someone with that attitude. Me either. Mm-hmm. Me either. I mean, I'm I, sure I have my things when it comes to society, and, mm-hmm. and I've got my qualms with people as in general, but I like people. You're a very kind, outgoing person. You're oh, very friendly. You. You've got, like, a love for life. Thank you. And if people don't have that, yeah, I mean, I'm the same way. Like, no, negativity mm-hmm. is just it has no place in my life anymore. I just I'm, my second husband was quite a negative person, mm-hmm. and I just yeah, he helped me realize what I don't want. <laughs> a lot of what unfortunately, I don't want. you had to go through. Yes, <laughs> yes I've kissed some frogs. Yes, in my life. yes. So, what about mm-hmm. you? Uh, what else? Yeah. yeah. What else? Um, for the deal breakers. Yeah. Uh, they can't be homophobic, of course. Right, so right. I always kind of like, I mean, naturally in conversation, I bring up my best friend who is married to a woman mm-hmm. or oh, a trans woman. Mm-hmm. And so I don't always say the trans woman part because it just feels a little like weird to point that out. But I will, I, I always end up telling stories of like, Hey, like I went, you know, Ashley, like Ashley and her wife cooked me dinner the other night and it was amazing. And I always look at them like, mm-hmm. To see are if we they gonna pause? Have a little reaction. Like, yeah. Like, wait, what? Yeah. Well, what do you mean, a woman? Oh, you know. No. In this day and age, <clears throat> with, I don't know what. Okay, obviously, gay marriage is legal, and I think there's been a lot more acceptance. But I mean, do you still experience people who are like genuinely homophobic? No, I think it's like they don't even realize how homophobic, how homophobic what they're saying is. You know gotcha. what I mean? Like. The guy last night, we were talking about Queer Eye, mm-hmm. the latest season. Being filmed in KC. Yes, which is a huge deal. And he was kind of um, bragging about how they were, had been put up at his apartment building, One Light. Uh-huh. Apparently they had stayed there. Yeah, they stayed there. And um, he was like, yeah, so I had some very gay friends that wanted to know exactly where they were. And I was like, I just want to point out that very anything people wanted to know where they were staying. Yeah, I wanted it. I, Twitter was always trying to find them. They went to my gym. So I got Holy to meet shit. three of them one morning. You know? <laughs> See? Amazing. And you're not like a super gay dude. No. And that's appealing to you? Of course How all crazy. But, you know. <laughs> I mean, I just had, I was like, I go, you know the show isn't about being gay yeah. anymore. Like, and it's not like just making someone over. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I didn't know that. And I was like, okay, you're done. Oh, you don't watch it. Oh, we're done. We're done. I was like, because I pointed out, like, people that aren't very gay are also very interested in the show. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that. Um, So, yeah, having an open mind. Because you could have said some of my friends wanted to meet them. Yeah. And it would have been fine. But, yeah, seeing my very gay friends. Yeah, yeah. Have an open mind. Being kind to strangers. Oh, yeah. Especially servers. Yes. Holy shit. I always look to see how much they're tipping. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, yeah. I oh, always... yeah. Yes. I have a tendency to tip too much. I, my ex would always get on to me about that. But I'm like, I don't know. Like, I I'm, don't give a fuck. Like, this I'm is... I'm 20% minimum. Yeah. Like, if you did a bad job, you get 15. Yeah. Like, yeah. These, these are my standards. Like, this is just how I am as a person. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, they have to be kind to strangers. And then also... <clears throat> They have to, um, have to be, and I say open-minded in bed, and I don't mean, like, I'm going to peg them. (laughs) (laughs) Unless they want that. Unless they want that. I'm totally down. Um, but, I mean, just, like, I had been in a relationship prior where I would say, like, 
don't do that or like I want more of this and they're like okay but then don't do that you know what I mean like I know my body better than anyone else on this entire planet like and so I'll tell you what feels good and what doesn't feel good and don't get upset with me for doing that because I'm sorry you don't know more than I do when it comes to my body yeah so having an open mind when it comes to that like yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's like super important but of course you don't know that until like have sex with them but I mean I guess there would be like some sort of um you can kind of tell ahead yeah. of time if they're not you, if they're close-minded you can tell by the way they talk about sex how open-minded or closed-minded they are if you know if they use a lot of um euphemisms like yes yeah if they're if they'll say like let's do it versus like let's have sex I don't know like yeah just the kind of almost childish talk about sex yes rather than very adult like yeah I want to fuck or something yes like yeah yeah and just being yeah direct with what you want mm-hmm. and all that yeah yeah and I'm also I'm also trying to get into that and being more um audible about mm-hmm. how I feel about sex mm-hmm. because you know just being and being raised in the south I'm originally from Louisiana then grew up in Arkansas good mm-hmm. we yeah. did not talk about that yeah so trying to get into the habit of really like talking about what I like and what I want Mm-hmm. But yeah, euphemisms are so gross. <laughs> they are. I mean, they are. they're funny in some cases, but like, I also don't like to be super goofy in bed. Yeah. I like to joke, and there are times when like laughing, I do have a tendency to like laugh in bed a lot because like there's goofy noises and there's goofy things happening and leg cramps. As someone yeah. who runs a lot. <laughs> oh my God. I get like drinks. Too. Yeah. I run and drink a lot and those things don't go hand in hand. So I'll just be like, hold it up, pause it. And I leg cramp. Yeah. Um, laughing about those things, but, um, yeah, I, I'm trying to, trying to learn how to communicate better before gotcha. sex mm-hmm. and then also during sex too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Asking for what you want in bed can be intimidating when you're not used to it. Yes. Uh, and it just takes practice. Yeah. And for you, especially with you're with new partners regularly because you're not committed to anybody right yeah. now. So that that can be a challenge getting the sex that you want when you're not with somebody who you've you know been with regularly. Yes. So that's good that you're working on that communication. Thank Saying you. like asking for what you want, asking for what you need. Stating your boundaries, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I'm curious, do you, do you guys have, do you have very many conversations with people on the phone before you go on a date? No. You just kind of go straight from the digital to meeting in person? We go from the dating app, and then whenever we start make, getting plans, then I offer my phone number. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, and they can call me, but... Uh, most people don't. These That's days. been very rare. One person called me and it was really fun. He would call me and he's like, well, I just want to hear your voice. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then he would like rap. <laughs> what? <laughs> I and mean, we're not talking about like a white dude. Like, we're okay. not talking about like a really. Still. Yeah. No, like he would like sing to me and like do some like rapping. Uh, and it was usually after like a couple glasses of wine. He'd uh-huh. be like, because I would just say like, I'm drinking wine. And then he'd be like, oh, I'm going to pull out the wine too. And then he would get way drunker than me super fast within the very short period of time and then call me and be like girl I just want to hear your voice and like just talk to you yeah it was really cute it was really cute he was looking for a long he was looking for a wife Uh, and I didn't know that until like the first date mm -hmm. and then he was like oh yeah we're at totally two different places yeah 
So yeah, you're not looking to wife up. Yeah, and he was very he was great. He was like you know he called me an hour before our date. Don't appreciate that, but and he was like, listen, we're at two different places. Like yeah, we had some mimosas going, and we ran out of prosecco. So now we're switching to gin and juice. Yes, and that's Rieger. Yeah. Have you tried Lifted Spirits? I have. You know, I've got to be real. Some of the local gins, I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know. I don't like a gin that's really, really herbaceous. Okay. As far as, like, the juniper notes. Yes, Lifted Spirits is, like, you very juniper. Oh, yeah. I don't like feeling like I'm sucking on an evergreen tree. Yeah, no, um, you don't. <laughs> so what I should say is I actually like the stuff that's more of, like, the other, you know, herbaceous taste, like Plymouth or Hendrix. Or a Missouri gin, Pinkney Bend. You ever heard of them? No. They're so good. You can find them at a couple places here in town. Actually, the Rieger Hotel has mm-hmm. Pinkney Bend. They have they some good drinks. They make their own drinks. tonic syrup that's made with um, rose hips and hibiscus, so it's pink. So you put Ooh. your gin, you mix your tonic syrup and mm-hmm. soda water. Wait. You mix the tonic syrup and the liquor, and then you add soda water. So it's got this nice, nice little pink hint to it, and it's just light and refreshing. I love gin and tonics in the summer. I actually, I'm much more of a gin girl than I am a vodka girl. I kind of like boo on vodka. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Vodka's not. I don't know. Vodka just reminds me of too many like bad college memories. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the entry point for liquor. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. And I just, I just. Mm. If vodka is in a cocktail, I will drink it, but yes. I don't buy vodka. I don't make vodka cocktails at home. I'm all about, like, the gin and the bourbon. I so. like that. Cheers. Okay, talking about love language on yeah. a first date. I think that's a great idea. Have you done it? Um, A couple of guys have brought it up. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I think the five love languages is becoming much more popular. Yeah. I mean, I, I talk about five love languages with... All of my clients and, yes. and even strangers and potential people. When people are just looking for quick, basic tips, especially at networking events, the thing I say is like, you need to know your love language and you need to know your partner's love language. Yeah. So what's your love language? Um, words of affirmation. I really like to hear how you feel about me and like, not just like, oh, like, I really like you. But, like, what do you like about me? And I think, too, like, I think that maybe goes into a little bit of, like, some self-negativity, you know? Like, some little Mm self-doubts. And so I want to, like, know your reasoning. (laughs) (laughs) You know? But then also, I feel like a lot of people get in relationships and they like people, but they don't really know why they like someone. Mm -hmm. And maybe, and there's a, you know, Catfish, the TV show. Okay, I love that show. But regularly, almost every episode, they'll ask the hosts will ask the person being catfished, why do you like this person? And more than half the time, they'll say, because they like me. Mm. So it's because they're getting the attention. They're getting attention, and not necessarily that they really like that person, but they're just, they, yeah, they're, someone likes them. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people are in relationships because they found someone that likes them. Yeah. And I was even in a very short-term relationship recently, And I realized, and I mean, I knew pretty much from the very beginning, this is why I'm with this person because he really likes me and he thinks I'm hot shit and he thinks I'm amazing. And which you are. Thank you. But you should have that reciprocity, right? Yes. Yeah. And that was no. mm -mm. Yeah. That's Mm -mm. the thing. You, we are both career minded women. We are both out in the community. Yes. 
not to toot our own horns, but like people know us because we've we've built that for ourselves because mm-hmm. that's, that's just this kind of city where you network a lot and people will open their doors just because they know you or they know your friend and stuff like that. So it's not it's not clicky by any means, but it is kind of a you're you're building you have built a business persona. Yes. So and yeah, you're hot shit. So you've got to find a guy that's hot shit. <laughs> yes, that's kind of hard to do. It is. Someone who yeah. gives a shit about Kansas City, mm-hmm. like that's a must. You have to care about this city. Yeah. Because if you don't and you're like, ugh, Kansas City, oh, oh yeah. If get you're the negative fuck on out. KC, I'm done with you. Out. It's one thing if you're like, this is just where I'm at because my job moved me here, but I, yeah. I like the city or whatnot. But yeah, if you're, if you're poo pooing on KC, Fuck you, I'm out. Dude, like, you <laughs> no can way. live anywhere in the world. Why are you yeah, here? <laughs> like, Bye. Get out. See ya. Get out. Go find some place else I to ended live. a friendship because of that. <gasps> really? Mm-hmm. It was just constantly, for like over a year, just mm. constantly dissing Casey. And I was just like, why are you even here? And then just finally, I and, just And why like, aren't you trying to just go out and enjoy life? That's, I, that's yes. the thing, too, is if you don't like where you are, do something about it. Yeah. Yes. If you don't like the people that you're around, change who you hang change out with. Change it. Get out and enjoy. I mean, this city has so much to offer. Yes. There's always there's something, something going on. The, the people that hate Casey the most, I'm sure there's someone out there. Uh, there, There is something for Casey that they will like. They just have to find it. Yeah. And yeah, I just cannot stand that. Can't handle that's that a deal shit. breaker. That's yeah. a deal breaker, boys. Yes. Do not hate on our city. No, no, don't hate on where you live. Mm-mm. That sounds like. Well, and I think yeah. it goes back to the whole like if you're not happy but you're not doing something about it, that's a big deal breaker for me. Yes. I don't want an unhappy person who just feels like they're stuck in life. You always have the ability to change something about <laughs> what you're doing, even if it's just incrementally for yes. now until you can do something bigger. But, yeah, if you don't like what you're doing, change it. Yeah. If you don't have the motivation to do that, then I just, I don't have the time to talk to you. <laughs> like, that's just how it is. Motivation's yeah. a big thing for me, too. Like, you, yes. you have to be out there doing something with yourself. Even if it's not professionally, like, the guy I'm seeing, he doesn't really necessarily enjoy his job, but he's doing stuff on the side that gives him fulfillment and, and joy. Because he's a so musician. Good. So he's, he's actually helping out a friend of mine with her podcast, and doing audio and stuff because he likes immersing himself in that. He's writing. Actually, he is going to be the person who writes the opening for this podcast. Oh. The music, musical opening. So, yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Right? God, I hope it works. Can't <laughs> wait to meet him. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for him to meet people, too. Yeah, so. yeah. Have you guys done that yet where you start introducing him to friends? Friday night, he took me out on a date, and I met a lot of his friends. Yeah. We went to, like, his friend's event. Um, mm. down at Screenland, uh, at Tap Cade. Okay, yeah, yeah, Screenland Crossroads. Yeah, yeah, Screenland yeah. Crossroads. He was doing a little, uh, event where he was playing all the best music videos from 2018. What? It was just a lot of fun. Just watching, I mean, we're both very into music, and, and I loved just kind of being there with him and meeting his people. And Is he friends with the Tap Cade people? No, it's just oh, his okay. friend that was, like, hosting it there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. says the event space. Oh, so. gosh, we have mutuals. Yeah, <laughs> sure we do. There's, oh well, f- I, the longer we're going to be friends, the more overlap we're going to Yes, yeah, yes. for sure, it's mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. But, um... That's yeah, awesome. I'm excited for me and people to come. Uh, he hasn't met any of my deal breakers yet, so that's lovely. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. Awesome. So, but, you know, May... 
is when this episode is airing. So, Masturbation Month. May Ooh. is Masturbation Month. Okay. Did you know that? Uh, not until you told me. Yes. May is National Masturbation Month. Okay. So, okay. You know, you were saying earlier when we were Taking talking, a big gulp of my drink. <laughs> <laughs> drink some of that gin and juice. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, you know, when you, you came over, you were talking about hanging out with your best friend, Ashley, mm-hmm. and that you were, you know, kind of prepping for the show and stuff, but that she started asking about masturbation. You're like, oh my God, I don't really talk about oh, masturbation Oh, it was so funny. Her. I went out to go have a drink with her, and I told her that I was going to be in the podcast, and she's like, what are y'all going to talk about? And I was like, well, you know, it's National Masturbation Month, as if I knew. <laughs> And she's like, oh, okay, cool. And then we, like, changed the up. We were talking about something else. And then she goes, hey, uh, how often do you masturbate? And I was like, that's none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> We've been best friends for, like, over two years. And I was like, I beg your pardon? <laughs> and then I was like, I don't know. And we started talking. And then she goes, oh, okay. So, like, how do you masturbate? And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> and I was going, oh, I see what you're doing here. You're a good friend. Yeah. She's, like, prepping me yeah. for the podcast. So, uh, I'm prepped, <laughs> but I will be giggly. Right, I can't help okay. that. I, I giggle when I talk about okay. masturbation and sex too, because okay. sex is fun. Yes. Um, so yeah, tell me about, not really about necessarily your current masturbation habits, but what was your history been like with masturbation? Like oh, how old yeah. were you when you first masturbated? What's kind of been the evolution for you? Um, so I was probably, I don't know, like 13 or really? so, yeah, uh-huh, because we had the internet, ah, and yeah. somehow, I don't even, I didn't even look up porn, I didn't know that that was a thing, but um, just being on the internet, mm-hmm. back in the day, I mean, like, it was way more prevalent, like, now, like, yeah. you've really got to, like, the internet spe- was basically for porn, yeah, yeah, and out. now, like, you really have to go out of your way to, like, pretty much see porn or you know you have to be on the forums for that or something it has to be kind of nearby Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um back in the day it was just like oh oh no we're on porn now like we're we've got porn on here like yeah it was very popular I had one time in class I was doing a report and I clicked on a link and yes. it just like, because, you know, in 1996 oh, or 7, yes. it's going really slow, but I can see what's coming up. And all I could do was turn and go, I'm sorry, Mrs. Cornfield. I don't know what I clicked yes. on, but I swear you didn't mean to. Yes, ads were so misleading back then. <laughs> yes, they were. But um, I I don't know, like one of those days, like I, um, my whole family was out and it was just me on the dial up and... I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to click on these ads. And like, <laughs> and then I just kept clicking and I went down this rabbit hole before even like, you know, internet rabbit holes existed. Uh-huh. I went down the internet rabbit hole of porn and like, I saw so many random things. There were like women riding horses naked and I was like, what is this? <laughs> what? Did you know you were into girls before then? Um, no, not really. No. Um, maybe a little bit. I kind of mm-hmm. had like a, a little inkling, but, um. And then I, I saw a penis for the first time on the internet, mm-hmm. and I was like, the fuck? That's fake. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's so ugly and so fake. Like, how do they... And I thought, like, I didn't know the word prosthetic back then, but I, in my uh, mind, I thought they were all prosthetics. Uh, like, like, that's not what a penis looks like. I never I never knew what a penis looked like. So, um, yeah, and uh, definitely... 
I was like, I don't even know what's happening. I was like, but I have to have like a release. <laughs> and that's when I kind of like kind of felt things out and mm-hmm. I, I had my first orgasm. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes, yes. I actually didn't masturbate until I was 19. What? I had sex before I masturbated. I what? don't ever remember like humping mm-hmm. a teddy bear or touching myself. I mean, I started messing around with boys when I was like... 15, 16, uh-huh. didn't have an orgasm probably until, I guess I was 18, 19. Okay. Yeah. And then I started, after I had my first orgasm with a boy, then I started masturbating. So I was a little late yes. to the game with masturbation. Yes. Yeah. Now I, I was Now like, I feel like I'm a... <laughs> you're a pro. <laughs> I am. Yes. <laughs> That's funny, yeah. Well, you know, as a sex coach, I've got quite a collection oh, of toys built up. Yeah, I I, I stood on a that. stage and told a story about Buzz Lightyear, my magic wand. So, yes, yes. you know. Mm-hmm. I expect <laughs> that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely did the pillow humping. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so it really wasn't until I was in my early 30s that I knew that, like, humping an object or humping a pillow was a way for people to masturbate. Like, I had no clue. I just always thought it was... You lay on your back, you, you mm-hmm. touch yourself, or you have a toy. And, and that's like, it. That's it. Yeah. Like, There's no other option. something, I'm like, humping's for a person. Like, why would I hump an... I don't know. I've just never... And I I've love, never even tried it. I love so, that. Yeah. And I think it was actually Black Swan, where Natalie Portman, like, rolls over and starts, like, humping her, her bed. And I was like, yeah. well, that's a different way to masturbate. And my, my girlfriend was like you don't masturbate like that? I was like, no, do you? And she's like, sometimes. I'm like, what? Yeah. Really? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's like, what can't I hump? (laughs) (laughs) Back when I was a teenager. Oh God. (laughs) Yeah. I just, I don't, I mean, I grew up Baptist and I dated the preacher's son from like, basically 16 to 18. Wow. So yeah, we fooled around a little bit, but there was never anything that was Mm -hmm. like, Yeah. Wow. Now have you, so of course then you went through your pillow humping stage once you discovered that no, you could do that. No, I still haven't. Because I just, oh. it just doesn't interest me. It just, I, I, I have no problem with anybody else doing it, but uh-huh. I don't know, I just haven't tried it. It just, okay. I don't know, I just haven't done Maybe I'll try it now. I just maybe, haven't done it. Yeah. No, I feel like my, my masturbation is definitely like, I know exactly what I like. This is what I want. This is what I'm going to do. Did and you say I it's really more like a mechanical thing then. Yeah, it's more of like a I honestly, I don't masturbate a ton and it's more of like to get me to go to sleep. Ah, yes. And I then guess. half the time just starting the process, the process, just starting to masturbate, I will fall asleep before I even orgasm. <laughs> because now it's like my body's like, "Oh, is what's happening. Cool, it's time to go to sleep." <laughs> and then it's out <laughs> like before I've yeah. had a few nights like that where I'm trying to fall asleep and I'm using masturbation as the way to do it. Yeah. I'm just, like, I'm just too tired. Too much. Yeah. yeah. But that's what the magic wand's for. It goes really fast and I'm done. I mean, there are nights where like I fall asleep with the vibrator in my hand after I'm done. I love that. And I wake up at like 3 o'clock in the morning I'm like, why is my wrist? Oh, I'm still holding the magic wand. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That happened to me last week. I own a vibrator and I forget that I own it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I've been listening to a podcast called... Um, um, girls gotta eat. Okay. They're good. It's two girls. They talk about everything. Gotcha. And they were talking about masturbation and their vibrators and all that. And 
I was like, oh, yeah, I own one of those, don't I? And it's, like, in my bed, in my <laughs> nightstand. Like, it's literally, I have condoms and my vibrator. That's all I have in my nightstand <laughs> and my, like, my night mask. Like, that's uh-huh. all I have. And I was like, oh, shit, I should probably use that. And, like, I went to sleep, like, I orgasmed and then, like, woke up and it was, like, beside me. And I was like, oh, what are you, what's this, like, <laughs> plastic thing doing in my bed? I was like, oh, right. That's what, that's what I was up to tonight. Yeah, I've definitely, like, woken up in the middle of the night and, like, why is my hip uncomfortable? Oh, that's a dildo. Yeah. Sleeping on <laughs> <laughs> it's like stuck to my leg totally acceptable yes love that love that I have an Ikea bed that's got like the drawers underneath oh, so nice. I have one whole drawer that is dedicated so it's like a quarter of my under bed storage that is dedicated to condoms lubes toys oh my god I love that I love that <laughs> yeah I only I have two things I have my vibrator which, like, is not very comfortable. Um, it's What kind of vibrator? It's it's pink. And it's kind of, like, I don't know, like, maybe five inches long. Is that five inches? Maybe six? That's I don't know. Six, yeah. And then, um, and it's kind of, like, it, it almost looks like a butt plug. Okay. But not as, like, wide. But it definitely gets wide towards the tip. Okay. It's weird. Okay. Um, and it's kind of, like, hard plastic. Gotcha. It doesn't feel very great. But it vibrates. I really should just get one of the... Is it more for external stimulation or internal, too? I'm more about external. Yeah. Yeah, whenever it's just me. Yeah. Um, I feel like internal would be more for, like, display. (laughs) If I was with somebody. Yeah, I've got got one that's shaped kind of like... It looks like an index finger and a thumb, sort of. So oh, it's I like, like it gets G spot and clitoral, so you can do, but sometimes I just don't It's like a tiny rabbit? Sort of, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, which I never had like the original rabbit or anything like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, kind of same thing to where it's supposed yeah. to be like someone's fingering you and getting your getting your juice by and your clitoris. Oh. Uh, but sometimes I, want I don't that. even bother with in you know, cleaning it and inserting it, which I've got like the nice cleaner and everything like that. Because you should have proper cleaner for your toys if you use them for oh, internal shit. stimulation. I, just, I clean mine every time. Uh-huh. I like well the next morning I'll clean like rubbing alcohol. Or soap and water. Soap and water. No. Soap and water is not enough. No, dang it. I knew it. (laughs) Again, if you're not using it for as much internal stimulation, that's totally different. Okay. So it's more about making sure that you get everything off of it so you don't get, like, bacterial vaginosis or yeast infection, stuff like that. Okay. Okay. But, yes, they sell, like, Cleanse. Wicked has a really nice cleaner that you can get at some of the stores here in town. Oh, shit. I need to go shopping after yes. this. Okay. <laughs> you know, it sounds like you might need to go shopping for a new toy, too. I not, think so. It's not like you're that into it. Uh, I'm okay. Um, I did take a bath yesterday, my post-run bath, and uh-huh. I got a bath bomb. Uh-huh. I love my bath bombs. That's, like, the only time I'll have a bath bomb is, like, after a long run. Uh-huh. And then I was like, well, shit, I'm going to be on this podcast. I'm probably, like, you know, I'm here <laughs> naked in bed, and I'm almost falling asleep. <laughs> I was like, well, I should probably, like, take advantage of this, like, nice moment of being very naked in this, like, amazing bath. And um, my Clarisonic, uh-huh. which is, like, the yeah, uh, face. face scrubber. Yeah. So there is a brush, but it's um, it's not like I was brushing my vagina. Right. Not happening. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it could be very abrasive, yeah. but, like, it has an intense vibration. And I had never thought... Duh. To put it on <laughs> my vagina. Oh my god! And uh, Sonicare toothbrushes are two oh, yeah. very stealthy vibrators. 
Oh, okay. So, yeah, I uh, used my Clarisonic for the first time yesterday on my vagina, on myself. And I was just immediately, I was like, whoa! Like, I was like, oh! Like, it was like too much. And that's, yeah. actually, that's a complaint I have against vibrators, is that they make me go numb. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I'm pretty sure I orgasm, but I didn't feel it. Gotcha. And so I had to pause, and I was like, whoa, this is, like, really intense. It feels like I just orgasmed, but I didn't go through that whole, like, orgasm gotcha. process. And so I had to wait a little bit and then pick that back up, and then I actually felt a good orgasm. Yeah. You might do well with something like a bullet. Since yeah. Since you prefer more of an external yes, stimulation. Yeah. Because it's just small, and it's not quite as intense. Okay. Like, my magic wand, I got that because with school... Mm-hmm. I had to buy, try, and review my experience with a sex toy. For you were like, let's go for this nice one. Fuck yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I can write off my taxes, so I'm going to buy an expensive vibrator. But I mean, I tried it, I, I had a great orgasm, but then I, when I used it again, I was like, it's just too much. Yeah. Then I was listening to my favorite podcast, which is Sex with Emily, and they were talking about different sex toys. That's uh, also, to I um, I guess I followed her, but I never listened to an orgasm, or an orgasm, <laughs> a podcast. <laughs> I love her podcast. Okay. I, not only do I learn so much as a coach, but it kind of like reaffirms the things that I'm learning in school. Okay, good. And just makes me feel really confident. I'll take her, I'll take listening to, to that. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that up. Listen to mine first and then listen to her. Oh, well, yes, naturally. Of Yes. Um, but they were talking about different toys and they got onto the magic wand and they pointed out like, oh, I, I use mine when I have my, like, I wear my underwear uh-huh. or I'll do it, like have the sheet in between them. I'm like, cause it's oh, so intense. It's, t- it's so intense. Yeah. You kind of need like a little mm. bit of a barrier. Yeah. And since it's just external stimulation with that, that's easy to do. Um, but plus like I get kind of messy. Mm-hmm. I squirt oftentimes. Oh, so, really? Mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't just, I mean, even a G-spot orgasm will make me literally squirt, but just a regular orgasm, like, I still, like, gush is kind of what I say. So I don't want to have just, to clean that fucker every you single time. So or do you squirt when you, <clears throat> so the second one, so the, do you squirt squirt, or do you just it's are, like, like, so wet, I and you're so, just like, just, whoa, yeah. it's everywhere, like, okay. I mean, it will come out. Okay, like, I don't, okay. Squirt in the sense of like what you see in you know porn and things no. like that, and I have done that. Yeah. Um, a couple of times with a partner. Yeah. But yeah, when I orgasm, either from masturbation or even with a partner, yeah, there's definitely like, it's like a stream, not a river, <laughs> or a waterfall. Waterfall yes. is kind of how I describe the like squirting because okay. it's like, like it's like coming out of me. Oh my god! Can we talk about this for a second? Squirting, yes, because. Yes. Ooh, I just remember that. Yes. Yeah, you texted me after your first squirting experience. Oh my god. Oh, yep. So squirting for those of you that are listening but have never experienced is pretty fucking amazing. Yeah. And sometimes it can really take you by surprise, especially if you it's alarming the first time. It's alarming. Because you kind of feel like you're about to pee your pants or pee, not pee your pants. Uh, you don't have pants on, but you're about to yeah. pee. I was very high. So the two times that it's happened to me, uh-huh. I was high and it was recent. So it was like this little short-term relationship that I had recently. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I was drunk as well. Uh-huh. And so the first time it happened, I thought I had peed. <laughs> 
And I just didn't know it. And I was so upset. I was so embarrassed. Because also, like, when when you, like, because I'm, like, smelling it. And I'm, like, what is this? And it is part pee. Like, I've looked this up. There is urea in it, yes. Oh, my God. Just, but just, like, there's urea in semen. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, let me tell you. Like, I was mortified. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think? The guy, oh, he fucking loved it. Because he's like, look what I made you do. Yes. <laughs> and it was so bad because I was on the, um, I was I was on the comforter. So we went through the comforter, the sheet, and then my mattress pad. Luckily, by then, my mattress was fine. <laughs> and I was like, shit, I got to get like a waterproof mattress cover thing. But I yep. was just, I was so embarrassed. Because I thought I had peed. Yeah. And he, and like for like a whole solid like two weeks, he kept talking about it. Like his, you know, and I was like, God, why does he keep bringing this up? This is so embarrassing for me. Like. But he thought it was hot, sounds like. He thought it was hot. Well, then the second time it happened, I was like, oh, this is definitely not pee. Like, oh, I definitely squirted. But like for me, it wasn't like. You're like gushing like all over in his face you know it wasn't like that it was we were having sex so it was just like normal like like he was on top and um and he's got like pretty he had pretty nice size he has I'm not with him anymore but like he's a pretty nice size dick so like um yeah and I just didn't I mean I was just like completely out of my mind you know what I mean like I was not like oh no like we need to do this then we need to do this like sometimes you get in your mind when you're having sex like I was just completely laid back and just like enjoying everything and uh and it kind of felt then I felt like this weird sensation down there like a writing orgasm like I don't know mm-hmm. yeah yeah and that's kind of how it just felt like like waves down there and then um and then he was like, you did it again. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, you scored it again. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, because I peed the first time, right? <laughs> like, and yeah, and I was like, holy shit. I didn't even think that was possible for my body to do. A lot of women don't. And the thing is, any, pretty much any woman can learn how to squirt mm-hmm. or can just have, like, the right experience and, and have it happen. Yeah. That was kind of how mine was. I just had a partner. Okay, it was in the middle of a threesome. <laughs> so, I mean, we were we were all super turned on. And, like, I'm watching him having sex with her. And she's right next to me. And he's, like, fingering me. And, like, I knew it was about to come. But I was just, like, so relaxed and so enjoying it. And he knows what he's doing. And then all of a sudden, it's just literally squirting out of me. And in the position I'm in, it's, like, getting onto my leg and my foot and uh then all of a sudden like she stops what she's doing and watches and he's like you know just watching intently and both of them are like holy shit is that your first time like yeah and then she's trying to tell me to get into it like five seconds later she's like okay now we were gonna do this because she was in charge of the threesome and i'm like i I, uh, pause pause this is like hang on honey she needs a second she's like oh okay and i just kind of lay there like did this really happen? Yeah, yeah. So did you, were you alarmed at all when it was happening? Um, I think if I didn't have the knowledge that I have, I would yeah. have been alarmed. Because yeah, yeah it is kind of like, you feel like you're about to pee. Yeah. And then it just is going. But, yeah. But I knew what was happening in the moment just because of my knowledge. That's okay. it. If I was completely 
uneducated about what female ejaculation is, yes, I would have been freaked the fuck like out. Like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then after I after the second time I squirted, then I was like, well, I just have to like anytime I feel, I just need to like let go down there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because I'm not gonna pee. My body's not gonna let me pee. Right. Like, I'm not gonna pee. No. So yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty spectacular. Yes. <sighs> yes. Yeah. I've, I've done it a few times since, but that, you know, like, I'll never forget my first time. Were you, were you able to, pin, you're, now you're able to pinpoint, like, what causes you, mm-hmm. like, what, what moves and everything. Yeah, it's, it's the G-spot and clitoral stimulation mm-hmm. that gets me. Like, it's, it's not really a penis, it's more of a hand, like, fingers just, like, going for it. Yeah. You know, and, for me, it was just but a penis. But also being really, yeah. really relaxed. That's Yes. Key, is feeling like a high level of trust. A high level of relaxation, just really being into the moment and just being very, very present mm-hmm. and feeling my body. Yes. That's the whole thing. Yeah, I, I've been working on being present and not thinking, oh, what's he going to want next? What's he going to want next? And just being, not selfish, but just being like, no, this is, this is about how I'm feeling. He's yeah. going to take care of himself. Guys are going right? to take care Always. of themselves. Always. I got to think about what's feeling good for me. And so, yeah. And I actually kind of, I'm, I haven't been able to fully pinpoint that I need another regular sex partner, (laughs) but, um, I, for me, I think it was right around my period. Mm. When you're super horny because your hormones are. Yes. Yeah. And then also, um, we've talked about this before. Um, oh shit. What's the word for it? It's inside your vagina. <laughs> what, what is the G spot? Not the G spot. What's our stalactites? Her cervix. Uh-huh. <laughs> our stalactite. Oh my god, that's exactly what it feels like inside of us. Is a stalactite. Yeah. Oh my god. Like I was fingering me the other day. He goes, "Is that your?" I'm like, "My cervix." Yes. He's yeah, like, it's cool. low. And he kind of started doing. I'm like, "That doesn't Don't feel do that. Right. Don't do yeah. that. Don't do that." So I have a low cervix, and it's tilted, or, it's, or my uterus is tilted, but my cervix is Yours like... tilted towards your back? Yes. Teensies. Yes. And so um, so around my period, it gets really fucking low. Uh-huh. Like, like it just, it's like an inch away from like my, my what is the... Vaginal ev- opening. Yes, thank yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. And wow. so uh-huh. it's, it's around like, there. Uh, yeah. And so it's been around that time where I've squirted. Uh, well, they say cervical orgasms exist. This is kind of actually a newer thing I've been researching lately. But you got clitoral, G-spot, and even cervical, which is a little harder. So maybe it's just the combination oh. of all of the things. I guess. God, I'm trying to think about where I was in my cycle with that squirting. Think about it because I did some heavy research after that first one because I was like... Back to my I was like, phone. girl's got a bladder issue. Oh my god. <laughs> I was so upset with my like my body. I was like, how dare you? I'm not old enough oh, to like lose me. lose bladder control and like, oh, I was so upset. And then I, I really looked into squirting and like yeah, they were saying it has maybe it has to do with your cycle too. Yeah. I yeah. Have to, I have to go back to my iPhone and look at my cycle because I keep track of my mm-hmm. cycle and my health app. But I try yeah, to. It might be interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Isn't Although that... I've had so many threesomes with that couple, I don't even remember which one it was. So, you know. <laughs> That's the thing. I, I I have a couple that I go play with occasionally, mm-hmm. and they're, oh, that would be they're fun. Spectacular. So she is gorgeous. Yes. He is so handsome. And I love it. Hot people are so amazing to have sex with. 
That's what I'm looking for. She has, okay, so I've got a a little butt. Like, I don't really Uh have hips that go out to the side, but my butt Mm kind of, like, curves around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has got the most spectacular ass that I have ever seen in my life. Like, first time I saw in person, I tilted my head and said, I was like, dang! And I looked at him, he's like, right? Uh, Her ass is just, like, something to behold. What a gift for you to enjoy that. (laughs) I know, I know. I kind of want to just bury my face in it. Yes. But, um, she's got great boobs, too. Uh, but yeah, they're just such, they are such a connected couple. Oh, that's so nice. And, like, their sex is so good, like, on their own, I'm sure, but it just kind of, like, being a part of that is just a lot of fun, because... When you find two people who are so completely open, and she's by, of course, he's accepting of that. That's mm-hmm. kind of why I started playing with them. But, you know, he, they have nothing but respect for one another and nothing but love. And I really admire them as a couple. I kind of look at them like, oh, I want that kind of love in my life Aww. one day. Like, there's no, like, I'm not trying to meddle with their shit. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to interfere or anything like that. All my communication is either with her or with both of them. Mm-hmm. It's not really he and I. Like, I'm never going to put her in a position where she would have to say, like, let me see your guys' texts. Oh, it's no. never, no. ever <clears throat> going to be like that because they're totally in love. I respect that. I mean, I'm in love now, too. Maybe we'll get to have a couple session with them now. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. That'll be so much fun. How exciting. Oh, my goodness. My guy's kind of down for whatever, so he's, he's actually wanting a threesome. But he I feel like, yeah. Fem- Two females and a male first. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, I guess it's most guys' fantasy. Yes, oh, my God. The guy I was dating, we went on two dates, my rock climber. Uh-huh. And, yeah, the first date, he was like, by the way, like, oh, he asked me if I was um, where I was. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, guy, you know, like, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm by... Um, and he's like, cool. And I was like, so how about you? Like, expecting a laugh. And he was mm-hmm. like, he was, yeah, um, it's like, I'm not straight. And I was like... Oh, okay. Okay. All right. And then he was like, oh, I got a crush on this guy. And like, it's like, yes. Um, and he was like, would you be open to like a threesome with another guy? Like two guys. And I was like, honey, what? You just described like every girl's fantasy. Uh, yeah, we all want the two guys. Yes. Right? Although. Yes. Two girls. Yes. It's fine. Another girl and a guy. That's cool. But they call it the A-frame or the double triangle when it's really just the girl is being fucked mm-hmm. by the two guys. Mm-hmm. How different would that be, though, if it was all three? If they were really into each other. Yes. Yeah. I think I would actually really like that kind of thing. Well, you know what? He needs to text me back, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a guy who was in my harem who uh-huh. was very vicarious and is ready to, like, really get out there and try a little bit more. So maybe I'll, I'll lob him over. Is he an interesting person? He is. Okay, cool. That can't be he's, the most interesting thing about him. He's super cute, very smart, has a house, likes dogs. Good. Yeah. Good. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm open to it. Okay. You can shoot him my way. I'll love him your way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because right now, I'm also, I'm dating uh, very, I'm dating hot, fit people right now. Good. He's hot and he's fit. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of the same way. I just. Yeah. It's, it's not that I have anything against somebody who's not fit, but it's mm-hmm. more about your dedication to taking care of your health. Yeah. Like, I think about the long term. I'm not looking to partner up with somebody who's going to die of a fucking heart attack when they're 40. No. Because that's only two years away from me, for one thing. <laughs> but, you know, I, uh, you, you see so many people out there who, 
seem very mismatched. Like, mm-hmm. one is very fit, and one is very not. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of look at them and go, like, what what do you guys do in your free time yeah. together? Because mm-hmm. obviously one person's working out and one person is not. So where where are your shared interests? Yeah. Because there's, I think, so much that comes along with taking care of your personal health, whether it's eating right, the way you cook, what, what again, what you do in your free time. Yeah. Do you go to the gym? Do you go on walks? Or do you sit and play video games? It's more about the action yeah. than it is about, like, your body's just the byproduct of your actions. Absolutely. So, now, I'm only looking at it short term right now. But I kind of feel like a dick when I'm like, I don't want to date you because you're not healthy. Yeah. So I'm torn. I'm torn. I mean, yeah. I mean, right now for me, it's like I want to date someone who's fit, good looking, and is confident. And a lot of times, like, and I don't know how to describe these guys, but like lately I've been going on these dates and they're like almost too nerdy. And I don't want to sound like like a jerk jock. You know what I mean? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm the nerdy person. I am a nerdy person. But, like, God, I just want someone who's, like, confident and fit, but, like, not too cut. You know, like, I don't want someone that's cut, you know, like. You don't want someone who's a gym rat. Yeah. It's the the middle of the ground. Because if you're not a gym rat, then, like, that's, yeah. But I'm not looking for a relationship either right now. So I'm just looking to, like, have fun and, like, have experiences. And, which doesn't mean I just want to fuck all the time. I want to be able to, like... (laughs) You know, like do some couple things, but yeah. Yeah. Hey, that'll come with time. You'll find somebody to match up with yeah. um, that will, you know, catch your interest and, and just check off all those boxes, whatever. So yeah, in the meantime, I'll just keep swiping. Hell yes. <laughs> yes. Are we at a good time? We're at a good time. Well, Lauren, we've talked for quite a while now <laughs> yeah. about dating, love, relationships, all that stuff. So this has been a lot of fun. I really like it. Thank you so much for inviting me. Absolutely. I love talking about this with you. I would love to be on your podcast. I don't know what your your theme's really going to be, but... I don't know. I'm still figuring out. I'm going to do it with my best friend. Okay. So we're still figuring things out. So... Okay. Yeah. We're at the very beginning stages. Gotcha. But yeah. So if people wanted to find you on social media, how could they find you? They can find me on Twitter. They can find me on Twitter. What's your Twitter uh, handle? Miss Ugly Shoes. M-I-S-S Ugly Shoes. <laughs> I love it. I had a friend actually who was asking me about He's like, who's this Lauren Caldwell? I go, oh, Miss Ugly Shoes? And he goes, oh my God, Chris. I'm like, no, no, no. This is her Twitter handle. Oh, really? <laughs> little salty bitch over here. Right? Oh, Miss Ugly Shoes. Right. No, I am, I, I am calling myself Miss Ugly Shoes. Yes. Cool. Cool. Mm -hmm. Thank you again for being on the podcast today, Thank you for having me. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. You can find me on Facebook at Open the Doors Coaching or Instagram and Twitter at Open the Doors KC. Please rate, subscribe, and share this podcast, of course. But if you really want more tips and advice from me, then join my email newsletter by visiting my website at OpenTheDoorsCoaching.com. My theme song is original music by Matthew Kusa. Until next time.